Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Trade in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. And we're back in the studio with you and ready to talk Ole Miss sports of all kinds. Gary Chuck and Yancey in the studio, and, and, and men, the Ole Miss baseball team won a series this weekend. Oh, wow. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're following Finally got a break, you know? Yeah. And made some breaks. You got to make your breaks. But uh, but it was difficult giving up a three-run lead there in the eighth oh, and then gosh. a two-run lead in the ninth, and then uh, Groff getting robbed of that home run for a walk-off there. You're like, oh, my goodness. Right after the same guy hits the home run to tie it at seven, he robs the home run out in center field. You're thinking, here, here it is, right? Here yep. it goes again. And that yeah. was the lead-off batter. Right. right. I mean, that yeah, set that... the tone for the rest of the inning, you yeah. would think, the way it's always gone, because it's one of my ten thoughts here. They've lost the lead ten times now. The eighth and ninth lead uh, inning and 0 for 10 in all those games. So not only do they give them up, they don't come back and win them. But found a way to do it. Got two out of three, and uh, and now it's Mizzou, who's equal with you at 5-16 and 16 in yep. the league. We'll get into all of that. The first part of the show is brought to you by First South Farm Credit, over 100 years of experience supporting communities and agriculture, ready to guide you through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Our buddy Gordon Ford is going to join us by phone here in about six minutes or so. We'll discuss some basketball things with him, and Brad Henderson of the Omus Radio Network and baseball analyst will join us around six. We've got text messages coming in at 662-426-1093. We'll talk injuries. We've got recruiting. We've got Ole Miss news. We've got the good, bad, and ugly all lined up for today. Now we've got to get some thoughts out of Mr. Yancey Porter. And uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham. Nine locations in Mississippi and Tennessee operated by Steve. Let's get the thoughts from Yancey. Yeah, first thought is what we just went over. So nice to see Ole Miss get their first season series win over Georgia this past weekend. Hopefully this will springboard springboard them into getting on a roll and maybe somehow get into the postseason play. It looks very doubtful, but then it looked very doubtful last season sitting at 7-14 and after 21 SEC games. Thought number two, this season's Achilles heel has simply been their inability to close the games out on the mound. The loss to Josh, Josh Mallets has been the biggest key to the demise of the 23 season. Ole Miss has given up the lead in 10 games this season after the seventh inning, including eight of those contests being SEC games. They are 0 for 10 in all 10 contests. Last season, they gave up the lead after the seven 
seventh inning and only four games, with two of those being SEC contests. Using last year's measures puts Ole Miss at 11 and 10 in the SEC play this season. In 11 and 10, that pitcher looks much different. That's how big of a loss Mallets was to this team. Thought number three, while pitching has been an issue, so has the offense. They have to be more patient. Ole Miss is last in the SEC in waltz, 12th in getting hit by pitches, and they've run into the second most double plays in the SEC. Those are all hidden stats but are huge in the big scheme of things. I'll give you an example. They are fourth in the SEC in hits, second in doubles, but 13th in on-base percentage in runs scored. That's why being in the uh, being more patient at the plate is a key from here on out. Thought number four, you have to love what Coach Beard is doing with this roster. He's added a 6'9", 6'10", 6'8", and 7'4 piece since he came on board and isn't done yet. All three of his transfer portals are rated in the top 60 nationally. Comparatively speaking, last year Ole Miss brought in four players from the from the portal and none of them were ranked in the top 100. Thought number five, what is going on with the football portal is very frustrating from a fan's perspective. Now we have starters going into the portal to renegotiate their NIL deals. This is spun out of control. If the NCAA doesn't make all student athletes employees, it's going to eliminate about 110 of the 120 D1 programs from having a chance to truly compete for a national championship. The NIL was set up so it would give the student-athletes a chance to share the money that the schools and the NCAA has made off of them. But now the onus, once again, is gone back for the fans to pay for the bills. All right, brought to you by Outback Steakhouse, nine locations operated by Steve Grantham in Mississippi and Tennessee. When we get with Brad, I want to get into him a little bit about for the weekend Ethan Leger moves into the two spot in the batting order and responded. And then you get seven hits. You get McCants and you get Chatagnier. They start to get on mm-hmm. as well. And and that was huge as to what happened in this. You're, you're still trying to find things, right? And Coach B was on earlier on Super Talk Radio talking about that. Pitching staff and everything all the way around. It happened to work out for one weekend. Hopefully it can for others. We'll be back with Gordon Ford next. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. 
For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000. Or visit OxfordOrtho.org. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Along with Yancey and Chuck, and uh, we've got the Rebel Yell Hotline going on for you guys. Talk amongst yourself while I uh, <laughs> while I send Rhino well, uh, another phone number. Chuck, kind of go over what we were talking about there with the NIL and where you think the future leads to, to what's going to happen with Well, I, I think what's going to happen eventually is that uh, the university is going to take these collectives under their wing uh, and put them, I don't know if in combination with their foundations or mingle all the funds. I don't have any idea what the logistics will be, but I, I really believe that these collectives are, are going to be taken over by the universities and run out of the university's foundations. And, I, and again, my biggest complaint in all of this is that the onus is now, again, on the fans to pay these players when everything was set up for revenue sharing because through all these years – Right, the schools and the NCAA have made all the money, and the football players haven't got their piece of the pie. So it was supposed to have been about the original way was supposed to have been about fairness to allow the players to share the pie. But now the NCAA and the schools are saying again, we're not going to share any of our money. Now let's get the fans. To yeah, pay but for it. sooner or later there's going to be a lawsuit that's going to say, hey, we deserve a cut of the TV money or right. whatever, and and. And and they'll get it. So the it'll change it. once again. Is yeah. what you're saying? The, I think, the schools I think will take so. it over. Then there'll be a lawsuit. Then yeah. it'll change. It may once be again. it may be years from now, but I've heard that there's already uh, a lawsuit being introduced in California that says just that uh, that we want revenue sharing, and I, I believe they'll get it. It always starts in California with lawsuits. We have our man Gordon Ford on the line now. Gordon, first of all, how you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, Gary. I know you had a rough night the other night watching the Grizzlies-Lakers game. 
<laughs> stayed up till about 1 a.m. watching that 40-point uh, well, loss. Was the public beheading, wasn't it? <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Shocking, really. I, I, I don't know. I just... Gordon, it's good to hear your voice, buddy. Glad you're doing well. It's good to see you the other night. Yancey and finally meeting Mrs. Yancey. I know it. It really was. You look great, my man. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you're getting healthier and healthier by the days. Like Chuck said, it's great to hear your voice. And, you know, since you've been off, I mean, things, uh, Ole Miss has uh, picked up Chris Beard. Um, we know what you think about him. And just kind of tell us uh, he's received three commitments uh, and then a recommitment, which was kind of odd, Chucky, uh, Rashard Marshall, out of Blyville, Arkansas, said he recommitted today. I believe that's the third recommitment of his recruitment with Ole Miss, but it's good to know that he still well, has Ole Miss. One thing about Rashad, though, and I've been on the phone working for you today, so anyway, I've heard that, man, he's just all over the place. You know, he said he's recommitted, and then, you know, he's flirting with Missouri. They still think they're going to get him, but as of right now, you know, he's committed. But, you know, he's been kind of flaky about it. I mean, he's a guy that Chris Beard has told him that they've got big plans for him and that, uh, you know, he is a tremendous athlete. You know, he's 6'8", can jump out of the gym, and, you know, he's one of the big players that they're counting on. And then, you know, when we're looking at uh, some other portal guys, Gordon, that Ole Miss has committed uh, lately. Start off with Arizona State point guard Austin Nunez. What, what are your thoughts about him? He's a true point guard, uh, a very solid player. Uh, he, you know, played a lot at Arizona State, even though he only averaged about 4.5 points per game. But, um, you know, I understand that that's one of their needs that they've been talking about, uh, that they, you know, they're happy with him but they are looking for a point guard that can score. But, you know, I think that he'll be a solid addition to the Rebels right now. Well, that makes sense, uh, Chuck. And, and Gary with um, Abrams, you know, he went into the portal. and I don't, I, I don't know if he announced he was going to Georgia or one of the schools over there, but they're looking for a point guard, so they got to find a replacement. Austin Nunez, and what I like about that is Beard recruited him out of Texas, out of high school, so he's very familiar with him. He's from San Antonio originally, and you're right, he did recruit him there. And, you know, he's a solid guard, and, you know, I think right now with all the guys they got, what is it, they've got about eight players now, and they do need more. So, um, yep. you know, they signed a big 6'10 kid today, um, and he's Cameron also, Barnes out of, out of Duncanville, Texas, yeah, he committed today. I uh, understand Auburn wanted him really bad. You know, he was also recruited by uh, TCU, Baylor, Ole Miss, and uh, SMU. And uh, he is a uh, big 6'10 player. But the big thing about him is he's a teammate of Ron Holland, who is a 6'8 power forward who's like the number five player in the country. And Ole Miss feels that they're in good shape about getting him. And he had decommitted from Texas, that being Ron Holland, and decommitted from them. And Beard had committed him, and there's a good shot that he could end up being a rebel, and he's a six eight power forward. That's a great tidbit there. And then you look at Western Kentucky, 7'4", some, some list him at 7'5", Jamarian Sharp out of Western Kentucky. Chucky, I remember when he drilled Ole Miss. I don't know. He had about 21, 14, and about eight rebounds a couple of years ago when Western Kentucky 
stomped Ole Miss. And I said, man, why can't Ole Miss get a big guy that moves like that, Chucky? And, well, they got him. What what, what are your thoughts on, on him? Oh, he's a seven four five shot blocker. He averaged about 7.8 points per game and 7.8 rebounds. Uh, he is a shot blocker. I mean, he's an intimidating factor, especially in that league. But like you mentioned, we played them, uh, that being Ole Miss a couple of years ago, and he just dominated that game. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Rick Stansbury is no longer at Western Kentucky, and he is now an assistant at Memphis. I don't know what happened to him there other than he resigned. But uh, he's an assistant at Memphis. I knew they were in on him. And I think that's one of the reasons – that he probably transferred and looking for a new home. So I think he is going to be a force for Ole Miss. And that's something, and you've talked about that, Chuck talked about it, they never really had that big guy down low that could block shots and do things, uh, and he may be it. And then you look, um, you know, another center that today in the high school ranks put Ole Miss in his, in his top four. It's a, a center named Jazz Gardner out of California, out of all places. He's got Cali, um, Florida State, Nevada, and Ole Miss as his finalists. So that means that Ole Miss isn't done. Chuck and Gordon and Gary with the big men. I mean, they're 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 looking at another seven footer. Oh yeah, and the one thing about it is, I mean, Beard is out recruiting. Um, I mean, just unmerciful. I mean, you and the thing is, he's being very selective about the type of guy he wants. And that's why he's just not rushing to sign some of these guys. He's trying to get some yeah. people that fit his system and uh, just can play. And, yeah, he's he's involved. And, you know, he's uh, got Flanagan there. And, uh, you know, he's – I mean, they're, they're hitting it, man. And then you look, uh, Chucky, they, uh, this first commitment, talk, speaking of beards, out of the portal was Georgetown – uh, Brandon Murray's a six-five guard again. Long guys. I've been saying it for years, Chucky. They've got to get longer. They're just not long enough. And so, here's a six-five guard out of uh, Georgetown. Uh, he was a freshman All SEC. Made the freshman All SEC team at LSU. And then, as we know, their coaching staff got broken up down there. Then he transferred to Georgetown. Big time player, two hundred twenty-five pound guard. Just, just kind of talk about a, a little bit about him, Gordon. Well, he's like you said, he's. 6'4", 6'5", 220-pound guard. Uh, he averaged 13 points a game for Georgetown, who really had a terrible season. I mean, they were like 6-20. and 20. He was probably the best player on the team. Like you mentioned, he originally signed at LSU, but when Will Wade left, he left. I want to say he was a 4- or 5-star recruit coming out. He was highly recruited, went to Georgetown. It didn't work out, you know, there because of coaching changes. And I think he's going to be a very much impact player with Ole Miss. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. Appreciate you having me on. We'll see you soon, my man. Hey, you forgot to mention a guy. Who's that? Jason Gaysbuck. We'll, we'll talk to... about him on on the next show. Thank you, buddy. Got you. All right, bye bye. Uh, you guys were you mentioned Amari Abram? He committed to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Georgia yeah. Tech. Georgia Georgia Tech. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Got text messages and more to roll on this Rebel Yell Hotline.
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki, featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers, plus you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate more of the rebel yell hotline presented by cannon motors coming up next so we have text messages we'll talk about injuries and a little Ole Miss news in this portion of things Four two six one zero nine three. One question is why the last three baseball series thursday friday saturday one word yep television television <laughs> they call the shots we just watch the games so you'll get the you'll get that going on, and of course everybody plays that last weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But yeah, of course, for the tournament, um, uh, Ole Miss will have uh, this one this weekend against Mizzou will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the other is about expansion. Uh, it says baseball expansion, but I assume that means SEC and everyone. No, the stadium. Okay, when is the stadium? Uh, when do they start on the construction? 
for the $40 million project. I think it's what they're trying to ask. And Chuck, I don't, uh, people in left field were talking about it, uh, over the weekend because they started putting dots on the, in the left field. It looked like, you know, some construction was going to go on, but I know that Key Carter had a meeting with everybody at the left field tents and said we'd go over it again before we have it. And that hasn't taken place. So I don't know. What, what do you hear, Chuck? I hear they're going to go ahead with it as soon as the season's over with. Yeah. And, but we'll see. I, That's I, when they should, but yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you have a little bit more time since Ole Miss will obviously not hey, be hosting they this year. They take as long as they have about the entrance there. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, I, I what don't is, know. That's, that's, I don't it's know been the whole season. I don't know It looks like a, a war. It's, uh, it, it, that was poorly planned. You just got to call it like it is. Or poorly executed, one of the two. I mean, come on. Get, get it done, boys. <laughs> So our text messages are brought to us by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can go to CCM Oxford and check out all kinds of things in the real estate industry. Now to the Rebel Injury Report, Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. What we got? Well, the return of pitcher Riley Maddox, who pitched an inning and did a nice job. He gave up a run, but first time back, uh, hey, did a nice job. I'm glad to have him back. I think he'll help this team down the stretch. and. You know, nobody really knows what's going on with Hunter Elliott. He says he feels okay, but they're going to get him checked out further. He's sore after his only appearance so far, and uh, we'll just see. I don't know. It's just a big guessing game right now. Yeah, it really is. First with Raleigh, you know, you you knew when you watched Hunter when he came back that he just wasn't fully back, right? His fastball was down four or five miles an hour. His changeup, he slowed down his motion. You could tell he looked really rusty. But the exact opposite was true with, with Raleigh, uh, Gary. That run he gave up, he came in the second inning. He got this pitch count, I believe it was 20 pitches, and uh, gave up a walk, and then somebody allowed and that, that runner to come in. Yeah. But And that those three batters that he faced, I believe he came in with somebody on first and second. He shut it down. I mean, he looked sharp, throwing it up to 93 miles an hour, sharp breaking ball. He just looked much more polished coming back versus Elliott. And we'll what get, are your thoughts? I agree with you. I agree with you because if you look at Hunter, I mean, the motion, and I think they even said it on the television broadcast because yeah. I caught a little bit of that. He could just he disguised it so well last year, and it was obvious when he was throwing that change, when he was doing things. The motion was totally different. That's, I think, got to get out there. and, and Of course, if he's got soreness, probably you may not see it again. But Rust, I think, was there for him. I think Maddox is going to add with Doherty in the bullpen, with Nichols in the bullpen, and Maddox now gives you that chance at the back end to close out those games. And and Jones, the way he's been pitching, too, all of a yeah, sudden Jones it's coming together. Be, uh, you know, I love JFT, and that's who I've envisioned with Mallets being out as closing the games. But, you know, he doesn't have quite as much swing and miss as someone like Maddox. That's why you see JFD get in these seven, eight pitch counts where he can't close the deal in that batter. And I think that's important as a closer, getting swing and miss. And, man, I hope that would be huge if it probably could slide in that role. Hey, and what we haven't mentioned is the start, the five or six innings we got out of Grace and Sonia. Yes. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you now, if he can pitch like that down the stretch. Look, he pitched six against State, too. 
Gave yeah. up one run. I believe yeah. he had nine strikeouts and one wall. I mean, those those were two best appearances. Look, Quinn, Quinn and Sanye are going to be dynamite the next couple years. In the future. That's yep. going to be a hell of a one-two punch. I've got zero worries about that. And Sanye got uh, freshman of the week in the conference for what they he did well, on the have. So Going two games in SEC in one week is Little Ole Miss News brought to you by Ben Atkins Jewelers, the South's leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires. And I'm going to throw the, the draft at you with Jonathan Mingo, selected by the Carolina Panthers, 39th overall in the second round. Tavius Robinson, drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in the fourth. Zach Evans with the Rams in the sixth. And Nick Broker to the Bills in the seventh. And then free agent signees, A.J. Finley with the Rams. Malik Heath with the Packers. Mason Brooks with the Washington Commanders. I have to read that out because the old Dallas Cowboy in me still wants to call them, you know, the the Redskins along the way. So I have to make sure that I throw the full thing out, the Washington Commanders. And then Detroit Brown, the New York Giants, Otis Reese to the Tennessee Titans, and KD Hill to the New York Jets. Did I leave anybody out? I don't know. That's 11 players. That's it. But let me me tell you, I'm very bad at predicting who's going to stick in the NFL and, and who isn't. But for my money right now, Zach Evans was a steal at the sixth round. Oh, yeah, that was yes. a surprise, him dropping down to the sixth round. And then uh, a good surprise, I, I didn't think that Tavis Robinson would end up a third rounder. He didn't. He's a fourth Fourth, rounder. okay, early fourth but, rounder. But, yeah. He went I, higher, I, much higher than I expected. I thought I thought Tavis really put some good film together last year, though, better than I anticipated. I thought he had a good senior year. Oh, he had a good – Ole Miss is going to miss him yeah, without question. No doubt. Um, but uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you somebody else I think's a steal. I think Malik Heath might be a steal. A.J. Finley's mine out of those yeah, free agents. Maybe I was so. I was a little surprised he was not drafted. I, I hate it. I wish he would have stayed an extra year now. Brad Henderson's on the other side. I want you to think about this one, guys, too. The text message comes in about playing a basketball game in Tad Smith Coliseum. That's been brought up by Coach Beard of going back and maybe doing that. We'll give you some thoughts on the other side. Thanks for that text message as well. It is the Cannon Motors the Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Brad Henderson's going to talk baseball with us after the break. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Still to go on the show, we'll look into some recruiting. Yancey will tell us about that. Chuck's got his good, bad, and ugly. Game Day Outlook is brought to you by the Faris Group, your partner in retirement, nearly two decades of expertise in helping the retirees invest and distribute those savings. The Faris Group, they have locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. Give them a call. It's toll-free, 1-877-327-3735. We get to bring in Hindu after the weekend that was. Ole Miss wins two out of three. Brad, how are you? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Excellent. A lot better now. <laughs> I'd have been a little bit better, Chuck, if we could have gotten a sweep there. Give us a little uh, room for error Yancy, there. But... Yancy, we hadn't won an SEC I'm series all year. all year. Take the two out of three and be happy. Indu, I've, the guy that I really enjoyed watching over the weekend was Sonia. What's turned his year around, in in your opinion? Well, I just think being able to get some innings under his belt. Uh, you know, I mean, he was, he was a guy that had a lot of hype coming in, right? You know, was, was drafted out of high school and, uh, you know, had him penciled in early in that number two slot, which is a lot, uh, to put on a true freshman, but that, that's the type fall he had. But, uh, obviously it's a roller coaster, uh, when you're a freshman and he got thrown into a fire that, you know, when Hunter went down, that, that probably wasn't fair to him. Uh, but I thought he's handled it with grace, and, and obviously he's taken his lumps. But uh, last couple times he's been given his opportunity. You, you go back to last Tuesday at the at the Governor's Cup, he threw a gem there. You know, we get beat 2-1 to one on a ball that Kramer loses in the, in the lights. Uh, so I think Grayson's outing kind of gets overlooked. But uh, I think Ole Miss fans got a glimpse of what Grayson Sonia can be and will be uh, in, you know, in his career as a Rebel. Just Sunday, yesterday's performance was exactly what we needed as a team, but exactly what Grayson Sonia is capable of. And uh, now it's just about being consistent. 
uh, you know, from here on out. All right, so I got to ask you. I want you to be honest now, Hindu. When they tied it up seven to seven, did you have a "here we go again" moment? Uh, you know, I really didn't, Chuck. I mean, I, I had a "you got to be kidding me" moment, but <laughs> okay, you know, because they tied it up in the eighth, right, and then they tied up again in the in the ninth, and. But I really didn't, and two reasons. It was funny. Uh, I even said it post game. They never took the lead, and you know, I know Georgia was pumped that they tied it. But to me, there's a big difference in tying a game up and actually taking the lead and, and trying to basically steal one, uh, you know, on somebody else's home turf. So I, I thought we had swung it well all day. Um, and so I just had a feeling that, you know, that we were going to have a chance to win it there in the ninth, kind of like we did in the eighth. You know, they tied it in the eighth, and then we scored two more in the bottom of the eighth. And so I almost felt like uh, whoever had the, had the last at bat was going to win that game. And fortunate for us, uh, Calarco gives you uh, an unbelievable at bat. And that's after Groff. You know, hits a home run that Anderson robs there in the ninth. Uh, Clarko gives you a great at bat. We pinch run for him. We get the pass ball, and, and then they walk Furnace, which was the right move to get to TJ. But TJ takes a breaking ball the other way, and, and fortunate for Ole Miss, we walk it off. Uh, your answer makes me believe you need to run for mayor, Hindu. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddies. Uh, Finally getting a little production out of the bottom of the lineup, and, and that's what we were doing earlier in the year when we were winning games. So it's it's good to see Chatney and McCants, you know, those guys come out of their slumps a little bit. And, and you don't you don't have to have a ton down there, but you got to have something. And that's what they gave us over the weekend. Yeah, both those guys did. Uh, Peyton had a, had a really nice weekend. I think he ended up having four four hits. Um, a couple of big home runs, and, and then obviously TJ as well. But those guys are, if you saw their at-bats this weekend, they're getting deep into their at-bats, and they're taking pitches that while they were scuffling a little bit, they were swinging at. And uh, if you can just kind of, you know, elongate the game, get the pitch count up, they may not get a hit that at-bat, uh, but they're grinding out at-bats. And when a guy has to grind out, against nine guys, you know, a pitcher has to grind it out against nine guys that are kind of giving him fits, uh, it puts a lot of pressure on him, and it puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And uh, those guys certainly did that. And, and I thought it was a, a really good move from Clem and, and Coach B to, to move Ethan Groff down to the sixth hole where he saw a few more fastballs, uh, and I think that helps as well. But anytime Groff, Peyton, T.J., uh, can contribute and just get that on base percentage up. Those guys are base stealers as well. So it just puts a whole lot of pressure on the defense that, you know, we haven't been getting at a consistent level. Uh, but it was good to see those guys kind of get it going. And I think they've kind of gotten it going over the last couple weekends. Uh, and hopefully that will continue down the stretch. You know, Hindu, this is a crazy game. A month ago, people all over my message board were saying, Bench Leger, bench Leger. They move him up to the two hole, and he gets six hits over the weekend, and uh, really sparked the whole weekend to me. Yeah, he did. And you know, uh, David Kellum, my counterpart, uh, 
he's been saying it every game. You know, and if you look at the numbers, Lejay's one of the toughest guys to strike out in the league uh, and in the country. So he was hitting a lot of atom balls, right? He was barreling some balls up and just couldn't, you know, just couldn't find a hole or, or you almost need a Texas leaguer or two just to kind of fall in there to get you going. But right now, he looks the part. And, uh, man, he is driving balls, using the entire field. Uh, obviously, a big home run yesterday in the first inning to, to get us on the board two to nothing. Uh, and he's played a tremendous third base. So it's good to see the game kind of slow down for Ethan. And uh, you just hope now he's kind of got a little swagger. And you can hope, hope he can carry that confidence, uh, you know, with two more midweeks left and, and three more big series left. Uh, I, I, think, I, I think he will continue to do that. You just mentioned the game was slowing down for him. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking Juco a, a, at all, but he's facing talent, you know, early on that he wasn't facing in the junior college world. Do you think now he's just accustomed to, as, as, as it can be in football and basketball, that speed of the game and everything, and he's just a little more comfortable this deep in the season? Yeah, I think that's 100% it. And he can't have a lot of pressure on himself, right? I mean, he was a, a, a pretty high drive pick out of Delgado Community College, and he got here, and his expectations were, were high, which they should have been. Uh, but he knew he was going to be plugged in as a starting third baseman. And when you run out on Swayze as a starting third baseman, hitting in the middle of that order, uh, there's a lot of pressure. And uh, I think he felt it and probably tried to tried to do a little bit too much early in the season and pressed. Uh, and then it snowballed on him a little bit. Because, you know, it, when, when you start pressing and, and you struggle a little bit, then you start trying to do too much. And, and it's almost like when he would lead off an inning, he's trying to hit a three-run homer to try and get back going, you know, to prove that he deserves to be here. And he didn't have to do that. And uh, I think now uh, 90-mile-an-hour fastball looks like a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, where in the, probably that first month, a 90-mile-an-hour fastball looked like a 102-mile-an-hour fastball. And so it's just seeing it back, getting at bats and seeing live pitching at this level on a consistent basis. Um, and it just takes a little time. And so – you know, I, I think he's figured it out. Uh, for me, it took an entire year. You know, I hit 250 as a freshman, and my sophomore year I hit 150 points better. It just took me a whole year uh, to figure out that I could play at this level. And for Ethan, it's taken him about a half a season. So he, he's been great for us, and uh, I think he'll continue to have really, really good at-bats and, and come up big for us in big moments. Yeah, I wanted you benched when you were hitting that 252, <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> hey, Chuck, you oh. weren't even watching us then. We, we were <laughs> no, he wasn't. We, we were, you, I was already on the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we weren't the good, the <laughs> hey, uh, and, and you know, uh, our big gun in the lineup, we, we can't let a segment go without saying something about Kemp. I mean, my goodness, he, the guy just delivers every game. It seems like seven for 13 over the weekend, another dinger. I mean, just he's just an incredible player. Well, I hadn't had a chance, and, and I should have done this before I came on, but I, I'd almost bet that Kemp's been better in conference than he has out of conference, and, and that is, that's awfully tough to do. But, you know, he stands up there, and it's crazy. Kemp. You throw the first pitch in the zone, doesn't matter what pitch it is, he's hammering at it. And uh, he's as confident as I've ever seen him. Uh, and his at-bats, really pitch to pitch, are 
are some of the best I've ever seen in the four years I've been doing this radio gig. He is uh, he is a special special talent, and and obviously I think if things continue to trend the way they will, uh, Kemp's got a chance, you know, at the next level, uh, and we'll certainly wish him the best. But man, what a journey it's been! But what a season it's been. He's sitting on 18 homers now, and you, you feel pretty confident he's going to get to 20 plus. Uh, and there haven't been many guys at Ole Miss do that. Maybe three. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just scary. And he's done it. He's done it when guys have struggled behind him. He's done it when guys weren't getting on uh, ahead of him. Uh, and I couldn't be more proud of uh, of Kemp and, and how he's gone about and handled his business really since the day he walked on campus. I, I love listening to you, too, because you always talk about 110 mile an hour, 114 mile an hour. Uh, there's a single that's 114 miles an hour. I love it. <laughs> well, and the thing about it is, so, you know, obviously Dave and I have the, have the luxury of having the track man technology in the booth with us at home. But when I'm talking about that, there, there's big leaguers that don't hit the ball near as hard as Kemp Alderman hits the ball. Right. I mean, we, yeah. we've got guys that, that hit a home run and you know, it's 102, 103 off the bat. Well, Kemp is consistently 110 plus. And if you Google big leaguers, uh, you know, they're not averaging 110 plus. I mean, this is a, I'm not going to say it's a once in a generation, but so far this season, Caglion, uh, you know, when we saw Florida here and Caglion hit his 24th home run yesterday for Florida, you know, his numbers were really similar. Uh, Dylan Cruz at LSU, his, his exit velocities were really similar. Um, uh, and that's a unique class. You know, you're getting thrown in with those those two guys. You know, you're you're at the top of the league. And uh, Kemp is certainly in that group. So he, he is a special, special talent, uh, but he's, he's a better kid. Real quick, and I know we're running against time here, but what do you well, – I was going over the numbers earlier, and we talked about this earlier at lunch. And, dude, Ole Miss is fourth in the SEC in hitting, so they got the ability – but they're 13th in runs scored. And a big reason is that is they're last in walking, and they hit into the second most double plays in the SEC. So patience is not there. And you had talked about DK had put up a great stat where Georgia's, you know, they were getting through a game with 123 pitches. Ole Miss is around 180. I mean, you're using a full game more pitching over a weekend. Can you change that this late in the season from an offensive approach getting more patient there at the plate, or is it just a little too late? No, well, and I don't know that it's too late. I think that's a philosophy thing, and it's the same philosophy that, that took us to a national title last year. So, you know, you, you can't fault uh, the philosophy because it works. Yes, would, would you like to see uh, some guys get deeper in counts? Sure, but sometimes the, the opposing pitcher – they're getting a head strike, one strike too. So you need to be aggressive early. Um, sure. So I, you know, it, it's kind of a catch twenty. I, I think the, I think the thing that's hurt us the most is we just haven't hit as many home runs this year either. So you know, if you're hitting the long ball, uh, teams are a little more scared to to come right at you, right? But yeah. right now they're not as scared because we're hitting a lot of singles. We are hitting a lot of doubles, but we're not bunching a lot of those hits together. And hence the, you know, the, the, the five and whatever record we have in conference. So 
you know, other staffs are saying, I challenge these guys because they're going to have to string three or four hits against you to just put up a crooked number, and we haven't been able to do it. So things may change down the stretch, but that's our philosophy. But, again, that's the philosophy that, that won us the national championship as well. All right, buddy, we're about to, to head to the break, but uh, are you ready for 11 a.m. in the morning? Yeah, it's going to be early one, but I always love kids' day. <laughs> it's fun to have them out there. And, and then quick turnaround, though, we'll get on a plane Wednesday, head to Mizzou, and try and win a series uh, in Como. What, what, what is your one or two biggest keys to, to you know, get at least a, a series win and maybe a sweep there at Missouri? Yeah, the same thing that, that was this weekend. Uh, you got to have a good start from Revis again. Uh, hopefully you get a, bit, a little bit better start from uh, J.T. Quinn. And if you get the same Sonia we got yesterday, uh, I think we'll like where we're at. Thank you, my man. As always, you're, all, you're on cue. Good, great, great points tonight. Man. Appreciate it. You bet, Thanks, man. Arkansas Little Rock in town tomorrow morning for that 11 o'clock kids that game. That is a great day. I, I love watching that game. I'm, I haven't gone in a while to watch it, but just hearing all those kids in the stadium, and they're so excited to be there. It's a lot of fun. You know, when I was doing women's basketball one year, I had four straight kids games, the one here at Ole Miss, and then three straight on the road. Wow. My ears were killing me <laughs> by the end of it. They have fun. It doesn't matter where where. They're hosting or who's doing it. The kids just have a blast. They get to get out of school. They get to come do those kinds of things and enjoy some baseball, and hopefully they'll get that uh, tomorrow. I do, too. I still think, I know, Chucky, you laughed. they got to get a sweep this weekend. I know you're saying you got to walk and crawl before you run and all that, but if they're going to make postseason play, the uh, uh, conference series win ain't going to do it. they got to start sweeping. I think these Batman socks have cut off the circulation. <laughs> I've been waiting the for the socks. <laughs> I've been waiting for the socks. Batman socks, huh? Batman. Oh, it's going to be some fun socks for Batman. <laughs> we'll come back and finish up the show in just a few. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Ken Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Ken Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes, and the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, time to finish this up. We'll do so with some recruiting first. And I've got to tell you, Red and Blue Chips Recruiting segment is presented by the Grove Collective. The mission is to create and enhance NIL opportunities for almost student athletes with protection and guidance in today's NIL marketplace. Yancey, give us some recruiting update, please. Well, yeah, the first uh, recruiting tidbit, I guess, of the day is one of Ole Miss's own players, Tyrone Malone, is at Ohio State this past weekend. Is supposed to be going to Miami this weekend. So, Chucky, I don't, that doesn't sound encouraging to me about him staying or working out a deal with Ole Miss, but we'll see. Um, Zach Berry for the Ole Miss Spirit is reporting that UAB safety Jalen Key is in Oxford today for an official visit. He's a 6'2", 210-pound safety that had 60 tackles and three interceptions. We all know safety's a big need. Us and Bama for him. Us and Bama. There we go. Sources tell the Ole Miss spirit that uh, FIU freshman All-American safety Demetrius Hill is a target for Ole Miss. Another safety, 6'1", 205-pounder, had 95 tackles, three forced fumbles, two picks. What do you heard on that one? Nothing. I, I don't know anything about him. Ole Miss offered uh, James Madison edge rusher Isaac 
Yuuka, he's six uh, three and a half, two hundred sixty five pounder. He'll be a seventh year senior <laughs> next year. Chucky visited Auburn over the weekend. Comes to Ole Miss this weekend in Missouri next. Ole Miss offered South Florida edge rusher Eddie Kelly, six five, two hundred fifty pound freshman out of Orlando. He played in five games, had nineteen tackles, uh, including one for a tackle and a half for loss. Georgia Tech, Ole Miss, Missouri, Syracuse. And Central Florida are the big players for that one. And then lastly, um, Zach Barry, also from the Ole Miss spirit, broke that Ole Miss is getting an official visit with Louisiana Monroe edge rusher Anthony Campbell. He's 6'7", 275 pounds, um, and he had a sack and six tackles against Texas before being injured. Penn State, Auburn, TCU, Miami, Ole Miss, and State are the main players for him. And Chuck? Good, bad, and ugly time brought to you by our friends at Cracker on at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive, Big Delta Power Sports. Well, a lot of good for a change during a pretty rough spring. Baseball team won its first SEC series we've been talking about of the season over the weekend by defeating, uh, visiting Georgia two out of three games. This is a Georgia team that had just swept top five Arkansas the weekend before. So they came into Swayze Field hot. Uh, five Rebel pitchers held the Bulldogs to three runs at a 7-3 to Rebel win to open the series. And then in Sunday's match, freshman pitcher Grayson Sonier pitched six innings of two-hit ball for his best outing of the year by far. Georgia got two of the Rebel relievers, but a walk-off single by T.J. McCants in the bottom of the ninth gave the Rebels the 8-6-7 victory and the series win. The Rebels had four players selected in last week's uh, NFL draft that Gary Darby went over. Wide receiver Jonathan Mingo in the second round. Defensive end Tavius Robinson in the fourth round. Uh, running back Zach Evans in the sixth round. Offensive lineman Nick Broker in the seventh round. The Rebs also had six players signed free agent deals. A.J. Finley, Malik Heath, Mason Brooks, Troy Brown, Otis Reese, and Defensive tackle K.D. Hill. Men's basketball coach Chris Beard and his staff have also been very busy. They've got six new players lined up, 6'10", Cameron Barnes, 7'5", Jamarian Sharp from Western Kentucky, 6'2", guard Austin Nunez from Arizona State, 6'5", guard Brandon Murray from Georgetown, 6'9", forward Rashard Marshall, and 6'10", power forward Jacob Gazzo. Four, what you could really call bigs in this early haul. Kudos to those guys, and I'm sure there's more coming. No bad and ugly as far as I can tell. What do we hear about uh, big uh, Cam Franklin out of Lake Cormorant, who came in on Saturday? He came and visited again. Has he put things down into a top four or five or anything yet? his fourth visit. Uh, over the spring, the old mess. Just, just in the spring. I mean, he's you know. He's I hear the he. he might, I hear he might be going to Miami next to check them out. But uh, you know, that's gonna go all the way down to the wire, isn't it? I, I, I think it's. I think it's gonna be depend on what kind of nil package you can get. I really do. I mean, uh, he's a big time guy. You know, edge rusher. Yeah. What old Miss needs. Yeah. Especially you what know, everybody needs. Everybody, I know that there's such a premium. Yeah, um, I, I, I think it, like you it's said, incredible. Well, it's incredible though how many defensive quality defensive linemen are in Mississippi this year. I've never seen it like that. 
We we'll get it. our share. Need it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being with us on this Monday as we started off the month of May, and we thank Gordon Ford. Good to hear from Gordon. Yes, sir. Get great. him back and, and hopefully get him in studio here at some point again. And Brad Anderson talking about things in the Ole Miss baseball world. Time to finish it up. Got to get a sweep. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and and we got to change socks. Nope. From, from the Batman. We're going some better ones for, for you next week. Don't Thank worry. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for being with us, gang, back on Monday. Howdy toddy.